0: Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Welcome back, Millennial Mamas. Today is all about you and our babies. I don't know about you. um, I just got back from a weekend at professional development training for being a teacher, but um, I was thinking about it all weekend in anticipation of recording this and kind of thinking about how I wanted to approach this and why it was so important to me. But what I all boil down to is this mom stuff is hard. I think from the beginning, I kind of knew that, right? But I didn't really think that I understood exactly how those difficulties would ebb and flow. I have two kids, two boys, both aged five and two, and they couldn't be more different and more similar at the same time. They're both super smart, busy, and incredibly physical. My oldest is incredibly serious and emotionally intense like me, and my second is just, he's just a personality. He loves to entertain people and laugh. And kind of with those two dueling personalities almost, I realized that there are going to be some parent- parenting differences that I change and decide on as we parent both of our kids. So with our oldest, he hit three and the terrible twos were like nothing in comparison to this 3 nager that came along. And then at four, we were suddenly dealing with like this legitimate Pinesse dictator who had All of these opinions, all of these ideas, and absolutely no way to explain them, articulate them, and reason through why he couldn't do something or why he shouldn't do something. And as an educator, I've kind of struggled with kind of knowing how to deal with my students at work and then coming home and not really knowing how to tackle all of those day-to-day issues with our own children. So as an educator, I do feel like my tool belt is sometimes more stocked than, quote-unquote, a normal parent, but I am by no means a child behavioral expert, a child psychologist. But what I do know now, um, more than I think I did when my child turned three, was that you have to have a plan. I think that 2 years ago I would have laughed and then cried because my mom guilt was so overwhelming that I never understood just how I needed to kind of manage all of that. And that's, you know, that's definitely for another another podcast about how to manage my own emotions while managing a, a highly emotional child as well. But today I want to offer some tips and tricks on how we've been learning And we are still learning to deal with my five-year-old and now two-year-old's incredibly emotional outbursts without deteriorating on our own. So while these tricks don't work every single time, I will say that at least one of them is able to break through that emotional wall about 90% of the time. And sometimes, you know, I just have to walk away. Um, Most of the time, it is about me keeping my cool, which let's face it, as parents, right, that's the biggest challenge sometimes. I'm super glad that throughout the last five years I've been able to rely on these five strategies they make me feel secure knowing that I can go back to those tool belts so they give me something to lean on lean into and I hope that you will also feel the same way Alright, so let's start off by explaining that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree with my first. I am super emotional and I kind of feel like some days it can be my superpower, right? Because I can definitely understand where that frustration comes from. But when it comes to dealing with my five-year-old and sometimes in my classroom, it can really be literally the thing that gets me in the most trouble. I tend to want to counter my child's temper tantrum with my own opinion As well as try to reason through kind of why he's so angry, why he's frustrated, why he's overwhelmed, to try to get to the point where I can tell him how he should uh, be dealing with this. You know, it's not a big deal or it'll all be okay or I don't understand. You were just doing that puzzle five, five seconds ago. Why are all of a sudden you upset with it? So that's actually the first thing that I don't do now. There are two main things that I do at the inception of a temper tantrum that's really helped me and I think, I I will never know really, um, helped my five-year-old kind of deal with the temper tantrum as it begins. And the very first thing that I do is I do not try to reason. They just can't. Guys, there's nothing super complicated about the logic behind this. Their literal underdeveloped immature brains just cannot even with you when they're upset about something. My kid gets hyper-focused, which leads to a little bit of extended and hyper-emotions when something doesn't go his way. And I'm sure that many of your little ones do as well. So something that five minutes ago, like a puzzle or a block set that was no big deal, suddenly becomes a nuclear disaster when they hit a wall. So what do you do? What's the best thing that I have found to do? I walk away. I stop running my mouth and I say, I'm going to walk away to the kitchen to give you a second to calm down. I model taking a few breaths. Then I tell them, I say, take a few deep breaths. And when you're calm down, I will come back. Then do it. Give that child, give your child some space. Give your own second a self to calm down, which I'm going to be real honest with you. That's literally probably why I do it 100% of the time. I usually also, because I think my child in his emotional state kind of needs the literal attachment um, to something, I give him a time. I say, okay, I'm going to set a two minute timer. In two minutes, I'm going to come back. And we are going to see if we can work through this. Set the timer. The timer goes off. I go back and I try again. If it doesn't work, I walk away again. Usually it only takes about two to three times to walk away. And then I return and I at least have a little bit of a de-escalated child. So at that point, I can match the energy that I want. So that's the second thing that I like to do. So the second thing is to match that energy that I want my child to begin feeling and showing me. This is not something that I came up with on my own. I actually learned this in a course called Cognitive Coaching about two years ago um, in South Carolina. It changed my classroom management first. And then um, so what it helped me do is it helped me with conflict resolution and for those classes that would come in after lunch and just be like, woo crazy. So it's worked wonders for me professionally and then transitioning the actual Application of that to my oldest child has been wonderful. So how does that work? So basically when your kid is absolutely bananas and has gone down the rabbit hole, walk away. Then when you come back, you do your best to model that even and calm tone. This is so helpful, not only so that they see that modeled, but also to even out your own emotions. If they're a level 10, be a level 7. And then bring them down and de-escalate them as well with yourself so that you can eventually get to where you want to be. Now, this is also kind of tricky because if they're at a level 10 and you're at a level one, I know I, as an emotional individual, would feel very um, talked down to and as though it was a condescending type of thing. Now, my kid's five. So I try to balance that out by just, you know, if they're at a level 10 in your head, what's a level seven? approach it with that. Now, it's incredibly difficult. It definitely takes some practice, but this paired with that first step of not reasoning has truly helped, like I said, in my classroom and then in coincidentally, you know, with my own child. So these are the first two steps to kind of break that temper tantrum and get in there enough to begin the last couple. So After the break, we're going to talk about how to truly look at those more elevated feelings and then really digging into those de-escalation strategies. Welcome back. So after we've stepped back, after we, we kind of removed our own ego by not wanting to immediately help them reason through all of this, we de-escalate ourselves so we can move on to the next two things that I feel like have really changed the game when it comes to helping my own child reason and work his way through a temper tantrum. So the third thing, like I said, we got to put away our ego first. The third thing is to create a feeling of safety and acceptance. Now, before you get upset and question why this is important, Because I'm sure that some of you are thinking, of course, my kid knows he's safe. I love them. Of course, my child knows that they're accepted. Why would you think that they didn't think that? Take a minute to think about when you lose control in what I'm sure are the rare occurrences or when you say or do something later on, you realize maybe wasn't the best thing to say or do. How uncomfortable were you? How nervous were you that the people who witnessed that meltdown or were the recipient of those emotions when you lashed out weren't going to look at you the same or accept you even if you were 100% certain that they would love you no matter what that didn't change the feeling of anxiety or uncertainty and discomfort guys kids are no different in fact that's escalated with them this is so different for every kid and I mean I can tell my second child is going to be one who wants hugs and kisses immediately when he's upset. I've put him in timeout for hitting the dog before, and he immediately apologizes when he's when he's done with his timeout. The oldest is like me. He wants nothing to do with anyone in the middle of a temper tantrum. Afterwards, he's so embarrassed that it almost continues. He doesn't want touched. He doesn't want hugged. He doesn't want to talk about it. So with my two-year-old, I know I'm going to have to handle it a little bit differently. But with my five-year-old, I literally just sit with him. We just sit for a moment and I say, I'm not going to leave. I'm here. Usually he doesn't get back into that temper tantrum or focused on what he wanted or didn't want in the first place. But if he does, I kind of start that cycle back over again. I leave and then I come back. Um, We sit together until I can feel him kind of literally like take a deep breath and relax. And then I pull him over onto my lap or beside me, whatever he kind of is willing to let me do at that point. I give him a really big hug and I tell him how much I love him and how sorry I am that he got so upset and so frustrated and overwhelmed. And typically at that point, he just melts because we're not talking about why he got upset or how to fix it. It's just acknowledging like you were upset. It's okay. I still love you. So I don't even go anywhere for a little bit longer to try to accomplish what I was trying to do at the start of the temper tantrum. I'd literally just let him live in that moment and that emotion where the expectation is nothing but comfort and acceptance. After we've worked through that, Um, and I need to do a little bit more of the fourth thing. Um, but what we've really been working on lately is after we sit together and he understands that he's not being shunned or ostracized or quote unquote in trouble for his emotional reaction at this point, we take a deep breath at that point. I kind of need that more than him. And it really is kind of our struggling point, but I'm not giving up because I know it's something that I want, both of my children to focus on is sitting in that moment of uncomf of discomfort, knowing that the person th- that is with me accepts me, and then really breathing in to that and kind of just taking a deep breath and recentering. It's something that I know that as adults, as growing children, I want them to have access to and know works. I want both my kids and myself to really have this awareness of who they are, where what their body is feeling. And I think that's definitely going to help as my kids get older, kind of just focusing. So, and this is kind of rooted in before I was pregnant, um, I went to yoga and loved it. And Lachlan, my five-year-old, has expressed kind of this enjoyment that he has when his teachers at school kind of focus on deep breathing and things like that. So I know that if we practice that a little bit more, that's going to help But help the temper tantrums kind of cue into like, where are these feelings? How am I feeling now that I've relaxed a little bit? And so I never really had that as a kid. And I think that's going to be a valuable kind of final step ish towards gathering emotions and focusing on how we can move forward with deconstructing the temper tantrum. So after the net, I'm going to give you the final step after this little break. And thanks so the final tip that I have for you today and kind of what I feel like is the one that many parents and myself included fail or feel like we fail the most is to remember that they're just kids my kids smart right? My five-year-old has a vocabulary and an awareness of the world that I think is beyond what I expected as a parent. He's been that way since he was born. He's incredibly serious. He's super aware of his environment. He's interested in just about everything. He wants to know how things work. He wants to know how people feel. But sometimes that makes me forget, oftentimes it makes me forget that he's only five years old. He's not capable of understanding why in the world he cannot wear his Pokemon shirt for the third day in a row or why his little brother has to do the exact same thing that he just did every single night. So what it boils down to is kind of this main idea for me recently. He's still working out the way the world works. In the grand scheme of his life, this stuff is new. And sometimes his emotions just can't handle all of that. Sometimes he's literally experiencing things, feelings, emotions for the very first time. And that's incredibly overwhelming. Life is hard enough for us as adults. Think for a moment just how intimidating it is for a little kid who's trying for the very first time to work everything through his brain. When you do that, a lot of times, at least for me, it puts things into a different perspective. Then I'm able to dig a little deeper for a bit more empathy than I had a few minutes ago when he was throwing things across the living room or screaming like he had no sense. And then in that moment of clarity, I remember that part of my job, the most important part of my job is to help these little creatures, these little humans make sense of the world. And it's my job to help them navigate the tough stuff. Eventually, the tough stuff is going to be a lot more complicated than a Pokemon shirt or having chocolate for dinner or having chocolate milk. Eventually, it's going to be broken hearts, peer pressure, social media, everything else under the sun. So if we just for a second pause and remember that they are just kids, then it makes this whole thing a lot easier. So... To recap, some of the best things that I have learned to deal with a tiny temper tantrum is number one, don't try to reason. It's impossible in the height of emotions for little people to try to reason through why they're so upset. Number two, match the energy you want. If they're at a 10, meet them at a seven. Number three, remind them that they are safe, that they're accepted. Number four, take a deep breath, focus on just being present in that moment without trying to figure out what it all means. And then finally, like I said, remember guys, this is a hard job both as a parent and being a kid and they are just kids. So for now, take these emotional temper tantrums at face value, let them be little, but build their tool belt for when it does get rough in 10 to 12 years so I hope that all helped Um, if you've enjoyed today's episode comment rate subscribe never miss an episode Um, we're back to kind of a Tuesday rotation next Tuesday in honor of International Women's Day tune in hear my take on how I am raising feminist sons I talk about the responsibility that I feel as a boy mom to raise them in a way that values and appreciates a strong woman. I also talk about how I plan to do that both now as they're young and then kind of how I plan to build on that as they continue to grow up. I'd love to include some of your thoughts too. So head over to my Instagram, send me a direct message. My handle is confessions of a mom all one word, or send me an email at themomlenial at gmail.com. Thanks.